name is Miles Morales. I'm Brooklyn's one and only Spider-Man. And things are going great. Oh, yeah. You were supposed to be here at five. All right, whatever. Whatever? Wow. Whatever? So are you like a cow or a Dalmatian? I am the spot. <laughs> it's not funny. Don't, don't do that. Miles's grades are pretty good. A in AP Physics. That's my little man. And a B in Spanish. What? Ooh, okay. Miles. Are you trying Mira, to kill that's what he will I gotta go. All right, have a He's lying to you. And I think you know it. What's up, danger? Miles! Wanna get out of here? Oh, when? So wait a minute. There's an elite crew with all the best spider people in it? Who's the new guy? This is unbelievable. This is the lobby. Miguel O'Hara. The whole thing was his idea. What's a guy got to do to join this spider team? You can never be part of this. Don't even get me started on Doctor Strange and the little nerd back on Earth 1999-99. Come on, go easy on the kid. He had a terrible teacher. Peter. Miles. Mayday. You have a baby? I have a baby. I'll take it from here. Miles, being Spider-Man is a sacrifice. You have a choice between saving one person and saving every world. Send me home. I can't do that. I can do both! Spider-Man, always. Not always. What about Uncle Ben? If not for Uncle Ben, most of us wouldn't be here. Can't stop me now! Can't run forever, kid! I can't lose one more friend. This isn't what we talked about! You knew? You had no idea what you're doing! Everyone keeps telling me how my story is supposed to go. Nah. I'm gonna do my own thing. All stations, stop Spider-Man! You? You are me? Let me guess. He died. And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne. And uh, today we have our official review for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. It is finally here. We have waited almost five years for this movie, and it's finally here. Before we get started into our official non-spoiler review, I am joined by some guests from the Cinemini World team. First, we have from Geekly Goods, we have Leo. Leo, hello. How are you? <laughs> Man, I'm doing good. Coming off of my second viewing of Spider-Verse, and let me tell y'all, it's even better a second time, so I can't wait to talk about it. Man, thanks for having me on today. Yeah, it's good to have you here, my friend. You sound like Mario when we started there just now, but it's great to have you here, buddy. Really appreciate it. And we are also joined from Film Posers and the Cinematic World team. We have Josie. Josie, hello. Hola, como estamos? Excited. Uh, also coming from a second viewing and uh, just I need to stock up on tissue boxes because I plan on seeing this a couple more times. Oh my God. So are we all coming off a of second viewing? Um, we were going to re record yeah. this yesterday 
and uh, we all was like, oh, we let's do because we were all we were all gonna watch it again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we all had like the same time showing too last night. Um, I went at seven. I think you both had like at different locations. We're at different right. states, but we're right, like, right. synchronized. Yeah, so I'm off my second viewing as well, and there's so much you catch on the second time watching too. I can't wait to watch it again. I have a lot of stuff to do this weekend, but I really like. I'm. I want to find at least another two hours and twenty minutes to get to get spider-verse in there but uh before we get into our thoughts on the movie let's go into a quick bio this is the second installment in the spider-verse franchise coming off of into the spider-verse in 2018 the oscar award winning i might say into the spider-verse and this time around we have the bio which is as follows from imdb miles morales catapults across the multiverse where he encounters a team of spider people charged with protecting its very existence. When the heroes clash on how to handle a new threat, Miles must redefine what it means to be a hero. Uh, we have directors Joaquin Dos Santos, Ken Powers, and Justin K. Thompson. And of course, we have the writers coming back with Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, Lord and Miller. It was nice seeing that that they had like their own logo now. That was pretty cool to see at the start of the movie. And of course, we have... The, some of the, recur the returning cast from the first movie, Shamik Moore as Miles Morales, Haley Steinfeld as uh, Spider-Gwen, a.k.a. Gwen Stacy. We have um, new to the cast, Issa Rae as Jessica Drew, Oscar Isaac, of course, as Miguel O'Hara, um, a.k.a. Spider-Man 2099. Jake Johnson's returning. Brian Tyree Hen uh, Henry is also returning. Luna Lauren Velez is also returning as, as Rio Morales. So we have a stacked stacked cast here let's get into our thoughts for the movie it's rare when i usually start off the thoughts but i just have to get a few things off my chest when it comes to this this movie was absolutely incredible i mean spider ver into the i mean we spoke last week legit we spoke last week and i was I was I was ridiculed for saying, you know, I was surprised by the first reactions a little bit. Who do we have to talk to? And Joe's no, no, it was you guys because you you was like you you're surprised. I was like, yeah, you know, Into the Spider Verse was like perfect. I mean, I I couldn't even imagine this one being better or really close to that movie. Okay, then yeah, I I, I still stand by it. Yeah, I. Uh, and coming out of the movie, I saw it on Tuesday at the press screening, and I was blown away with how much they were able to do more of when it came to this. It's bigger scale, bigger story, bigger scope, more characters, but they still were able, they still was able to just capture everything that was brilliant about the first one when it comes to the characters and the story beats and the emotional moments. Uh, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Let's get you guys' thoughts here. Let's start with you, Leo. What did you think about Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse? Oh, my God. Um, where do I begin? I loved it. I loved it. Listen, I went into this movie a, a little cautiously optimistic. Listen, I love the first Spider-Verse. Don't get me wrong. But I was just like, is this going to be better? Is this going to be better? And at least for me, it's a little bit better. Or on par with Into the Spider-Verse. I never mm -hmm. thought that they could come close to that momentum that they had with the first one, but they really did. Um, it's wonderfully animated. I mean, this is a visual feast. It is 
visual storytelling at its absolute best master class in animation literally like animation classes in the future college courses are gonna use this as a reference to a masterpiece in cinema this is phenomenal i mean from from all the new spideys we get back to miles what i really love about this movie is it does present the main conflict of spider-man between duty and family and i love that is put in such a a large conflict here and i i just i love it man i mean there's so many great things about this film from miles and his like new design you know he's taller he's a little bit bulkier i'm like man they got miles but i mean the action sequences the web slinging the art styles, everything is so good. And I do like the more inclusion of, of Gwen Stacy this time around. I think that was a perfect way to start yeah. balancing this movie out and giving more role to uh, Spider-Gwen. I thought that was a brilliant move. I really, honestly, even down to the minute details of the sound design. I mean, there's like, especially you notice it in the beginning sequence when Miguel slings out his web, there's like that little kind of that synth sound that they use with Prowler and it just works so well. Oh my God, I was talking about that this exact morning because he's not really a villain, but he's also not necessarily the best guy. He's so definitely I say, an anti-hero. Yeah, anti. Yeah, I would say like so he's definitely yeah. definitely, so definitely I love anti-hero. That we got that similarity with his with his theme song as like compared to Prowler. Yeah, Yeah, because you had that same sound used when Prowler was in the first movie, and every time he appeared, he had that crazy cool synth. So I love that here Mm. with Miguel, who, by the way, props to Oscar Isaac, props to Issa Rae. Like the new Spider People, the new Spider People were incredible. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. they were they were wonderful. But honestly, the many different Easter eggs. If you are a Spider Man super fan, and I'm talking, you watched Spectacular, you watched Ultimate, you played the games, you read the comics. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows somebody from this Spider-Man movie. And not to mention, I mean, they have all these all these cameos. And this is in a trailer, so not quite a spoiler, but Spider-Rex? Like, dude, I just, <laughs> honestly, I was eating good, man. Like, there's so many wonderful things about this movie that yeah. I just want to go on and on about. I know we're on a little bit of a timer here, but phenomenal movie. Um, And I love the twist towards the end. I think it really works, and it really plays to the themes very well. Um, yeah, I completely agree. I want to go back to the spider people. I thought they were all great. My biggest surprise on the new cast, though, had to be Daniel Kaluuya as Spider-Punk. Oh, he steals the show. Because, you know, Daniel Kaluuya, right now, you know, under his resume, a lot of, all I would say most of his resume has him playing an American. And you forget when he's like, when you're like watching interviews and stuff like that, that he's, that he's Britain. And the movie he plays, you know, Spider-Punk is Britain, and they brought in Daniel Kaluuya to play, the, you know, for the voice. And he still, of course, he still sounds like Daniel Kaluuya, but it was just such a different kind of spin with him, with how much, you could tell he was having so much fun uh, being uh, Spider, you know, Spider-Punk and voicing that character. But even the character alone, yeah, even the character alone, I just loved how he was like so anti-establishment and I I love that all about, I love that about Spider-Punk in here. So definitely the new additions were great. Captured from the comics, like this is like what you would think Spider-Punk would be like. Just this, this cool 
super dope Spider-Man with the guitar and like with the even with the art style, just yeah, the rock star boots and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. he just he he fills the room for sure. Right, I thought that was all great and uh, just the art style. I loved how everybody had their own kind of art style to them like the characters alone you could tell they really wanted to hone in the fact that everyone is from a different universe yeah so you have the color changings of like gwen stacy and then you have you know uh spider punk who's like going in and out of pixels and stuff like that and you know we had the little scrapbook right you exactly yeah yeah and you had like the little like the smooth coloring of spider-man india and all of that just worked Mm -hmm. so well and um, yeah, uh, Josie, let's go to you now. What did you think of Across the Spider-Verse? Yeah, real quick. I remember, I can't I can't remember where I saw it, but I remember reading about uh, Spider-Punk's design and the shoelaces he has have a distinct meaning. And one of them means that um, he's killed the cop <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> or something like that. Because it's like anti-fascist and all that. So it's like mm-hmm. down with the pigs. And yeah, I remember Ooh. reading like... <laughs> It's just this whole thing where someone was like, yo, Spider-Punk is hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> you could tell it. too. You could tell too. And I I loved it. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else to say other than this is well worth the wait. It proves mm-hmm. why Spider-Man is the best comic book superhero and mm-hmm. why he's so many people's favorite. Yes. Say it again. Say yes. it again. Say it again. And I mean, I agree with Leo. This might be the best superhero movie ever. Not, 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 I don't want to get ever. Ahead of myself, I think I think I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I can't think of anything that comes to terms with this. I mean, I remember we were all mind blown with No Way Home, and this kicks mm-hmm. No Way Home's tushy. Oh my God! Listen, Marvel, stop the multiverse. Just stop. Just stop. Why you? Why you're ahead? Just, just, just let it go. Just let it go. They only needed two films to prove that they understand the complexities of the multiverse. Just let Dude. it go. Is all I'm gonna say. I love No Way Home. I love as a Spider-Man fan. Yeah, we all did. But I mean, No like, Way you Home. You watch this and then you're like, I was eating canned spaghettios when Mult- I could have had like Why? legit homemade pasta. <laughs> and it's like this is what I wanted from Multiverse of Madness too, because it's called yes. Multiverse of Madness, and we go to like one spot. And this one, it's like, it's like, okay, Multiverse of Madness, what looked different when you went into like another universe? The world did, but the people felt the same, you know? This one, it was like, you go into different, different worlds and universes and it's completely different. Like Gwen Stacy's world is different from Miles. Miles' world is different yeah. from Miguel's. It's very futuristic. This proves why forward. animation is such a good medium of filmmaking it's such a great form of filmmaking and we should utilize it more should be respected more i mean again it was well Mm -hmm. worth the wait we were Mm -hmm. supposed to get this film early but they were not about to pressure these animators and i'm glad they did yeah i'm glad we got what we did because i think this was perfect it's a movie you don't want to end. There's a so there's a there's like a shot real quick because it's on my head and I, I I know I will forget it. I, no spoilers or anything, but I think you both will know if you've seen the movie. I think you know what I mean. There's a shot. There's like a n- world at the end, and it was beautiful the way it yes. was art like style, just beautiful. Yeah. Even the first glimpse of it, oh. they have like you know you see like someone opens a door, 
to the outside and just the way the art glistened off of the character i was like how like how who did this you know who's responsible for this because i need to speak to the animators (laughs) so speaking of it um being delayed this is an example of what a delay can get you for good as opposed to we could even measure quantumania and how that looks when somebody is rushed yeah absolutely i think absolutely right and this movie's supposed to come out last year and you know with the way this move they were it was to the point where they were just flexing at that at this point when it came to the animation in the movie like there is like you know there's stuff that happens with gwen stacy although it wasn't my favorite but when you know when you go into her world (laughs) there's stuff that happens but once they were doing it i was almost like i got it man you guys are great this is great it looks great you know like lighting and highlights and how to um tell you what's going on in a per- through a person emotionally through what mm-hmm. we're seeing visually and i love right. how emotional gwen stacy's world is because of that yeah 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 it's like Honestly, there was a whole... even just... go Sorry, ahead Leo. no go ahead even just down to like the expressions on their faces mm-hmm. and the shadows hitting the walls i mean the these shadows. are lighting techniques that people <laughs> that I, i'm like these are lighting techniques that i struggle to get with a regular camera so as, like, as i like to say in the film I think it's a Banksy. <laughs> you know, you you, you guys said like the the facial expressions. There is, I mean, I mean, like we've come so far, obviously, with animation. But the fact that I can understand how somebody is feeling through this art style goes to show what they were, what they're capable of doing, because. Miles at there's a moment at the end where Miles is at first really scared and and intimidated, but then it turns into okay, so I gotta do what I gotta do, and I love the way they just the way they shoot it, they shoot that stuff. It was just so it's just so great directing wise, art style wise, editing wise. I mean, they just do so much without saying anything and it's just so great because i don't need you to bat me over the head a thousand times of like this is happening this is why it's happening and yada 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 like the fact that i can tell what's happening and somebody's emotion from somebody's emotions like just means a lot as filmmakers and i just thought this movie i mean i i don't i don't know what to do i mean listen if it I, i'm sure it'll easily get into animated features next year but I'm gonna need this bad boy in the. Uh, I'm gonna need this bad boy in the be- best picture lineup for real. Because like, honestly, I don't know, man. I we for guaranteed it's gonna make it into best animated feature. But I think mm-hmm. we're way past denying this film that Agreed. honor. Yeah. Because I highly believe, like, it should have been nominated the first time around Agreed. for the first one, mm-hmm. and this one mm-hmm. surpasses the first one, mm-hmm. not by much. I think they both have their wonderful value and they give so much to the to animation but jesus christ this is a <laughs> phenomenal movie and if the first one deserved to be nominated and it wasn't please let's do it with this one yeah, yeah. i in sony movie that was um nominated have we was it was it was it like toy story or something like that beauty i think it was beast. so beauty and the beast was nominated oh, oh my god months, if that was, was the last yeah. one i think I so know. I don't know what the last one was, but I all I know is that I need this bad boy in best picture in the best picture. I mean, you got ten slots, my dude. I mean, I need this. I need this in best picture. And now listen, um, Sony, Sony, like listen for all your 
Morbius and Venoms. I know you like Venom, Josie, but like all for all of that, it's beyond the Spider Verse, <laughs> right. which I have right now. I have no reason into not believing that Beyond the Spider Verse is also going to be a masterpiece. But if that lives up to this movie and into the Spider Verse, I mean, this is the best. This will be the best trilogy, like comic book movie trilogy of all time. It's already shaping up to be to be it right now. But if you know. I, cause I, it's not even like, oh, you know, first one's okay. Like, you know, when, what, like for me, the, the Dark Knight trilogy, the first one to me, Batman Begins, it's, it's okay to me. Like, you know, it feels like a prologue, if anything. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's the first one. It's, it's not a bad movie. It's not weak. Mm-hmm. It just feels like a prologue compared to what we got now. Right. Cause it's like yeah. the last 15 minutes is when he's Batman. And it's just like, you know, I get it, but like, you know, I, I've never really been a big fan of Batman Begins, but of course, Dark Knight is Dark Knight. And then I actually really like, you know, Rise, um, Rises and right. stuff. But this one, this, this is like first one's five stars. This one's five stars. Mm-hmm. If Beyond the Spider Verse is like, I mean, come on, this is, it's crazy. And I completely forgot about the whole, part one aspect of the of this movie yeah. and how, how that was going to be the title <laughs> i forgot I so <laughs> I the sorry. way the movie yeah, the film i was like wait stuff keeps happening i actually for i completely forgot all about that i forgot about the one coming out next year so when this was you live when this when this was going on when it, when it gets to the ending Man, and I'm usually I am somebody who was like, dude, we had a lot. We had this conversation last week, dude. These long movies, yada yada yada. We got to get rid of them. Man, I was ready for another hour and a half, like before this movie ended. I was like, bro, oh, let's get let's get to it. And then when it cut, I was like, I wasn't even mad. I was just like, oh, brilliant, brilliant. I was like, brilliant, just great. Yeah. Listen, Killers of the Flower Moon wishes it had that momentum. Oh, well, there course. were some critics at my screening that were like, oh, we, we didn't even know it was a part one. I didn't like that. And it's like, uh, oh, come on. Come on. Oh, come on. Y'all you know, wait. And, and, and last back. night, like the like on Tuesday, it was a mixture of fans and, and press. And yeah. I didn't really get any like people like, oh, are you kidding me? You know? But I did people, I did hear a, lot, a couple people who were like, oh, that's the ending? Okay. You know? But it wasn't like anger. It wasn't anything like that surprise last night last night my audience actively cheered when it ended oh yeah the gasp they were i was like look at him him." (laughs) my audience audience like this there's just something the reason i was gonna i was gonna see the movie tonight but there is something special about that opening night crowd there's just something special about the opening night crowd so if it's a movie that i really really love like i gotta see it with an opening night crowd and last night they were the movie cut went to black and they were like, ah, ah, and then they all screamed and then they all cheered. And I was just like, oh, I was just like, oh my God. Um, it was crazy. It was crazy. I, man, I, I just, I know this, this is not really, I don't know. This doesn't really feel like a review, but it's just, I mean, when we're all this glowing about it, I mean, that should tell you that this movie is a great, a masterpiece. Like you guys should all see it. Like, you know, you guys should really all see it and support it this weekend. It's looking like it's going to be like a 70% increase into next week. So it's just, it's just incredible. We need to keep up the word of mouth so we can defeat the Italian plumber. (laughs) 
somehow. <laughs> I know it's not possible considering all the money it made and everything, but <laughs> I wish. Okay, so let's just get into some like moments for the movie, I guess, for you guys as far as like character beats and stuff like that this time around that compared to the first one. You talk, you know, getting into the the, the family aspect of Miles Morales because I thought they focused. His dad was very prominent in that first one, but I loved how uh, you know Rio, his mom, was in this in this a lot more, and there was a lot more scenes between them both. Uh, what did you guys think about that aspect? I'll start with you, Josie, regarding Miles and Rio and just the family stuff. I loved it because the whole thing about Peter Parker is that he doesn't have his parents, so here we do see a different dynamic. That's true, yeah. I loved yeah. how um, Jeff was more involved in this one, especially at the beginning with the um, spot chasing um, that is in the trailer, guys, so that's not a spoiler if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff is more <laughs> Jeff is more involved, and like Brian Terrier Henry is hilarious academy award nominated actor thank you um he's yeah. just great i love whenever he's involved he's funny i th- i was laughing more with a jeff this time around yeah and i mean what can i say about rio i love her she's great um it's that kind of aunt may guidance but <laughs> with an actual mother figure mm-hmm. um her design was also phenomenal mm-hmm. um her delivery was great I don't know what else to say other than like my favorite moment was actually with her when she's uh, she's giving like very again very Aunt May she's just giving Miles a like very um, ah encouraging speech yeah yeah just yeah. reminding him like to take care of himself and all that and like he says bendición and then she says Dios te bendiga and I start crying like a baby. <laughs> I remember a lot of which those those scenes like that with the with just the um when they were speaking Spanish and without mm-hmm. any subtitles those got a lot of reactions from my from my crowd both yeah. times that I saw it with um just I guess just people appreciating that they have that in and you know in this movie and yeah, stuff and, and so just natural. you know it doesn't seem forced it doesn't have to be given context it's just literally you feel like you're walking around New York. Like a regular, because mm-hmm. people think like New York and Soho and all that. No, New York is culture. New York is like Washington yep. Heights. New York is mm-hmm. the Bronx. New York is Brooklyn. New York is Puerto Rican, Dominican, Mexican, etc. We're all here, mm-hmm. and it's nice that they put that there without forcing it, because that is the actual face of New York. I completely agree. Everybody knows each other. I I loved like the you know the whole the whole rooftop cookout thing was just great, and even even going even Miles going to the corner store. You know, this is the first scene he has with Spot and stuff. Even that brings me right back to home in my little in my little hood in Boston, because, you know, you go into the store. He already knows the owner and and stuff like that. And, you know, I just I love all that. That's that's the things about Spider-Man that just makes Spider-Man so special. It's the fact that the neighborhood, you know, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is not a gimmick like this is that's mm-hmm. that this is why when Spider-Man gets out of the neighborhood where I'm like so disconnected and stuff because I mean that's one of the things that makes Spider-Man Spider-Man is when he's with he's in the neighborhood and he's taking care of the little people, you know, the little guys yeah. and I mean, stuff. Know, that's what makes it so special. I know a lot of people 
kind of make fun of this line and i think it was infinity war when tom holland says how can you be a friendly neighborhood spider-man if there's no neighborhood friendly neighborhood mm-hmm. to protect or something like that but it's true mm-hmm. it's so true if, you, if mm-hmm. peter parker or miles morales or whichever spider-man is being portrayed does not have that it's not genuine yeah. and it's nice that it looks different for every put every spidey <laughs> so it's yeah. very authentic to that yeah i completely agree and i just think that's just makes it so great so i'm glad with the bigger scale and the scope of the movie you still get some time with miles in the neighborhood and not like two minutes like because it's so well sectioned as a film it's even paced someone was asking me today if it felt long and the first time for me, I did feel the length simply because I knew it was a part one. So I was just very anxious about where they were going to leave it. Because again, they kept going and I'm like, oh my God, so much going on. <laughs> I don't want a huge ass cliffhanger. <laughs> but um, I think it's very even paced. Um, every section has its appropriate amount of time. You get in, you get out. The scenes are just perfect. Everything yeah. needs to happen happens. And it just is leading us to what I hopefully, like I hope is a very good conclusion to a trilogy and maybe we yeah. get more but i hope so too trilogy oof. yeah i hope so too because um i do want to go into two more things before we wrap up the review and that's just getting into the character of gwen stacy and learning a lot more about gwen and stuff like that i wanted to get you guys's thoughts on just the portrayal or of, of gwen stacy and the handling of it and how pretty much the movie's Oh, I don't want to end anything, but the movie is, I would say, it's just very reliant on you caring about Gwen Stacy and her arc and why it's important. I don't like her dad, but I'll get into that for the spoiler review. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but just yeah, I wanted to get you guys thoughts on that. Leah, how about you getting into Gwen Stacy? Yeah, I loved the inclusion of more of her story because it is, especially if you read the Spider-Verse comics and you're a big Spider-Man fan, it is a story that you know fairly well. Uh, won't I guess I won't spoil in case you have it, but it's a story that you know very well and I love how they did it here. Also, it just gives so much more context to that first one. So when you're going back and watching the first one, you see and you empathize with that character so much more and you notice that her and Miles are so similar in that, okay, she's lost some stuff, but she also has someone. I I agree with you. I didn't like her uh, dad either, <laughs> but I, I'll save that. But I, I really like the inclusion. I love the art style of her world. I love that we, we get really ingrained into her world in this one, and it feels so unique and distinct and different and she's got her own conflicts going on and you realize like that badass cool spider girl that enters into the movie in the first one that just kind of enters in and kicks ass immediately you understand that she still has a lot of heavy weight on her shoulders as well i think it works too because of course the relationship between miles and gwen is growing so i think knowing the interests background really helps here it's just a great touch, and I thought getting more of that character was super cool. I mean, she's someone popular in the comics. We love our Spider-Gwen, so I love it. I mean, I, I really mm-hmm. I have zero complaints of the in- inclusion. I know that you said something about the uh, paint color changing quite a lot. I, yeah. I actually really like that. I, I like it for the... Okay, so I liked it. I just didn't like it in like these emotional moments. 
because when it mm. starts off within her world and it's doing it, I have no problems with that because you know you're not focused. You're focused on the dialogue, but you're not f- too focused on the dialogue. So you're able to just look at the the screen in full and really take in everything. But when you're getting into a one on one with someone and it's constant changing the way it looks, it just really like distracts me from the scene a little bit. It was just, I mean, because because imagine that even in live action, imagine pick pick any emotional scenes from a movie. Okay, imagine um imagine um Aunt May's death in No Way Home, them constantly changing the well, filter hold on. while that was happening. I mean, I mean, come on, now. imagine that it'd be, it'd be ridiculous. Gorgeous, I mean, beautiful gowns, but different, different, different. That's a different scene now. We, we okay, so okay, so pick like an emotional. Okay, how about this? The scene in Far From Home where he's crying to Happy about Iron Man. Imagine them just changing the filter, like constantly, uh, like while they're doing that scene. It's just it, I think it, it not works in animation. It it does not work in live action. It would be weird and off putting. But I think because yeah. of the watercolor style, it just works for me. I think it and it also kind of follows. It follows the emotion of the scene, so it just works for me. Um, it wouldn't work in live action, though. Certainly not. Yeah, I don't think it worked here either. But anyway, uh, I, <laughs> I I still, I mean, that's like, but in all reality, though, the, the the crazy part about that is that is my only complaint with the movie. That's it. That's it. It was just that. And it's not even like a big complaint or like a big, big, big issue. That's the only thing in the movie that I was like, mm, you know, you know, I would have done without. But everything else I loved, I really enjoyed. And um yeah, I can't say much about it. I, I, I lastly, I wanted to get you guys just quick thoughts on the actual conflict when, like, we get into the nitty gritty of the movie. The main conflict, not even talking the villain or anything like that, mm-hmm. but the main conflict that divides uh, yeah. Miles, you know, between all the Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, everybody. Uh, what did you guys think about all how that was handled? I'll start with you, Josie. I love that we built up to it. Because the film just starts off with the humor and the gimmicks, and then slowly, like, it starts building up, like, a little crescendo, just, like, stacking up until everything just piles down on this poor kid who is tired of being called a kid. <laughs> and then it's just intense. Moments, the way, those... like, I'm trying not to give anything away, yeah. but it's very sad because it just redefines his entire existence. So it has a lot to do with like beyond identity of who he is, like finding out who he is as a Spider-Man, just who he is belonging in the world in general and the entire universe. Mm-hmm. I, I, me, per- me personally too, I, I mean, it just goes to show how good Shamik Moore is as Miles because anytime he, anytime Miles gets serious, I mean, you could just feel it and it's Emotion. like- yeah, it's like stop calling me that. I was like, oh boy, <laughs> you know, yep. and you feel it. That's that's what I mean. Where like there's a scene at the end where it's like there's a shift in his character, and you completely buy it. You completely buy that. Okay, all right, if we got to do this, we got to do it. You know, so because he's I just, hurt emotionally, yeah. not just yeah. physically, emotionally. Mm-hmm. Every like he doesn't know if he can trust anyone. Mm-hmm. And Miles from the beginning, he's so kind. Like you see it in his face and his anime and his animated style, he just believes in people. Mm-hmm. And like because of how he was raised, you see his parents and even Hobie asks him like, trying to convince him like, hey, but you got a good set of parents that actually care about you. You're not okay with that. He's like, I want to watch. 
It's like, dude, <laughs> just look at look at it's very Dorothy coded. Like, there's no place like home. Look at what you have. Why are you mm. looking out at the stars and everywhere when what you have right in front of you is what you should be valuing? Agreed. Uh, and then Leo, how about how about you regarding the the main conflict of the movie? How do you feel about that? Oh, I love it. I think it's just, it's the main, I mean, most Spider-Men struggle with that, with, with the duties between, you know, their loved ones, their, the people they have in their life and being Spider-Man. And I think this brings it to an absolute head. I loved it. Um, and I think it made sense for some of the characters, man. Oh man. All I'm going to say, I'm not going to spoil but I am so ready for Beyond. <laughs> I'm so ready. I for am Beyond. too. <laughs> and that's the reaction you want. I mean, I can't think of a cliffhanger where, as like Infinity War, I would say is a cliffhanger, but Infinity War was like a more, it was like a sad, oh yeah. my God, all hope is lost no, kind is of cliffhanger. Right, nice right, right. right kind of yeah. Freaking writing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Just Infinity War. I don't think anyone can see this coming. Right, and that was more so like, oh man, this is sad. There's no hope until you get into the post-credit scene with Captain Marvel. That's your little glimpse of hope, you know. When it comes to Infinity War, this one was everything. This one was sad. This one was emotions. This one was like, oh, I'm ready to see the fight. This one was what's gonna happen. All these characters are in the same place. And what are we gonna do? It, there's a there's a conflict between Miles and somebody. Are they gonna help him? Are they gonna put like what are, what are we doing here? And um and that and it's like when the movies end when a movie ends it's it's not even like oh man why they ended like that this is only like this is barely a you know but the movie ended and I was still I still felt complete but I know there's more coming imminently and i and it makes me so excited for what's to come yeah, because it and, really doesn't feel like a part one until the second half of the third act and i think yeah. that's so nice and so smart agreed and uh i just thought it was i just thought it was perfect all around a perfect movie five stars i rarely say masterpiece but it was a masterpiece in my eyes the way they the way they're doing this and i was just blown away but um all right everyone that is it for our non-spoiler review of spider-man across the spider-verse please go see it i know it's like a 70 percent increase from the first one this weekend's box office wise but let it make more why not and please go see it if you're hesitant don't be i don't know uh just please please support it and this will only get sony to just stay in the kitchen and keep cooking these spider-verse movies because you know, of course, when it comes to they don't have the rights to live action Spider-Man, but of course they they need they need they want winner winners. They keep trying for winners. You know that's why they keep announcing spinoffs and stuff like that. And um, they have a winner here, not just box office wise, but everything wise, like Academy Academy notice. You know, just fans, critics, they have a winner, and they this is their second winner when it comes to you know, the Spider-Verse series. So I mean, please, please support it. It's mm-hmm. a breakthrough in animation. Absolutely. Yeah, Storytelling too. Next. Spider-Man, mm-hmm. comic books, all yeah. of it. It is just, a, it's a hallmark yeah. in, in everything. I completely agree. Um, all right, let's go. Let's get you guys um, some plugs in. Uh, Leo, let everyone know where they can follow you. 
Guys, you can follow me on social media at Geekly Goods. If you're on YouTube, go ahead and search it up in that search box, y'all. Come on over. You'll see a logo with two Gs. Come on over, y'all. We'll be talking a lot of different things coming up. I mean, of course, Spider-Verse, we've got that, and I'll have some shorts coming up for that. But then more reactions on the way. So come on over, guys. And Dwayne, thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. And Josie. You can find me at the Josie Marie on Twitter and Letterboxd, and you can probably find me thirsting over Miguel O'Hara over at <laughs> Film Talk, F-I-L-M-M-E-T-A-L-K, where we are going to be dropping our Spider-Verse review very soon. Let's go. All right, everyone, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94, and you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. Stay tuned for all of our Spider-Verse content this weekend, Cinemania Live tomorrow, box office on Sunday, as well as our spoiler review on Sunday. Stay stay tuned. My name is Dwayne. That was Leo and Josie. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Small town love, fall down love, not medicated.